Sima still wriggled beside her in the dark. But beyond Sima, she saw nothing but darkness and more ancient bones. She reached for her lapidary's hands. She felt the cloth that bound them and discovered that it had been looped around the metal cuffs and chains that marked Sima not just as a gem speaker, but as a lapidary, Lin's own lapidary, the bound servant to a royal jewel. Sima had been blindfolded too, with cloth ripped from her blue lapidary's cloak. She'd been gagged as well. Lin worked at the knots. We have been betrayed, the court, the valley. No one else sat in the pit above them. No one else sat in the pit with them. Above, the muffled sounds grew louder. Lin heard running feet, shouting. Someone howled. Lin wanted to stuff her hand back in her mouth. She wanted to go back to her room and see her father in the morning, to tell him about her nightmare. Lights flickered through the grate over her head. No, Seema whispered, panic edging her voice. A lapidary must not. She was looking up through the grate. She had not addressed her words to Lin. Must not do what? Thought Lin. Which lapidary? Her thoughts were slow and muddled. The tea must have been drugged. What had happened to her family? They had ordered wine in the hall while they discussed matters of state, and she'd been told to retire. Above them, a voice shouted, "Shattered! We are shattered! You should have listened to me." The voice was barely recognizable as belonging to the king's lapidary, Sima's father. Stop! Sima begged, climbing to her feet. Tears ran down her cheeks, turning diamond in the moonlight. She put a hand against the wall to steady herself. Let us out! Let us help you, father! Her last word was a wail. The screams continued above their heads, wave after crashing wave of them. Father, Lin called out, help us! She shouted for the king while Sima called to the lapidary. Two daughters below, two fathers above. Sima looked at Lin with wide eyes. He is gem mad. The king's lapidary howled in answer. His words came faster and faster, tumbling through the grate. Their meaning was nearly drowned by his laughter. Lin caught her name. She heard bargain and promise. The lapidary's voice rose to a high pitch and cracked. Sharp metal struck stone. Sima grabbed her ears, holding tight to the metal bands that wrapped her earlobes. Through clenched teeth, she whispered, "A lapidary must obey their jewel." The first vow a new lapidary took. Sima repeated the vow like a chant as a shriek pierced the room above them. Her face was white, but she pushed Lin away from the grate, whispering, "He's going to break the diamond. He'll break it, and death will come. Cover your ears." When the stone shattered, it made a noise like a mine shaft collapsing, and a scream, and a fire all at once. Sima's eyes rolled back. And Lin scrambled to keep her servant's head from hitting the hard pit walls. 
It's all right, she whispered. Nothing was right. Where was her father? Where were her sisters and brothers? And their lapidaries? The pit and its metal wall seemed to protect them from the gems and from Sima's father. Above, a cry of pain reverberated through the hall. Then something like rain. Then weeping. She heard the clatter as the palace guard dropped their weapons en masse and tried to flee, feet bounding across the great hall's moonstone tiles. She heard them fall, one by one. Metal struck again. Sima threw up at Lin's feet. Father, Lin shouted, hoping her voice would pass up through the grate. What is happening? Instead of the king, the lapidary returned to kneel on the grate. His hand